Hello, welcome to Life on Mute. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Kevin. And I'm Marlena. Also a host. <laughs> yes, co-hosting. Did you forget you're not the only host? No, I'm just the better <laughs> host. Hey! <laughs> okay, welcome, guys. I wanted to bring up something that was brought to my attention the other day, and I want your opinion, and all of your guys' opinion, because... Oh, and excuse me, my voice is, was kind of burnt, I guess, this morning from uh, really hot coffee, so um, it sounds Terrible. a little scratchy. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, what do you got for us? Okay, so me and my friend, uh, when we're bored, we play like, would you rather, right? So sure. obviously, would you rather this and that? So we were playing, so I actually, it came, a couple things came up, so... We, I had asked her because I found like, I couldn't think of something. So I looked up a question on uh, Google to help me, you know, give her a would you rather question. So I found something. It was, would you, ra- would you rather never have a cold meal or never have a cold drink ever for the rest of your life? So what would you pick? Cold meal. You would never have a cold meal again? Yeah. You need a cold drink. Cold water? can't drink warm water. Warm water sucks. Well, because my, my friend was telling me that she obviously would rather have cold drinks than have... Uh, I'm sorry. She'd rather have cold meals. And I was like, well, why would you want to have cold meals? Like, She's like, well, I love cold pizza. I love cold nuggets. I'm like... So you just ra- would rather just have everything? I don't know. It's like it doesn't taste good. Cold pizza is good. Cold. Like certain things, okay, yeah. It, once it gets cold, you you don't really have to bother too much to heat it up. Some some of the times it, it tastes okay, but it's like you'd prefer it to be hot. Sure. I don't know. We were having like a debate because she was like, "Oh no, I'm okay with eating cold food for for the rest of my life." I'm like, no. I don't know. What do you think? You could you could stay. Yeah, I'd rather have a hot meal. Hot meal and cold drinks. <clears throat> Be- and so, like, that came up with another thing. She mentioned that. She's like, oh, well, you think I'm crazy. Like, she knows someone else who... Okay. I thought it was really crazy. That basically she and I guess some of her family uh, eats rice raw. It puts puts it in a bowl, puts raw rice, hard rice, and then puts water in it and eats it like cereal. Oh, just like the rice grains? Yes. Water? Yes. Who does that? I know. It should be locked up. I was like, that's not good. Like, it doesn't have, so like, they don't even put like salt or anything. Like, do they make it into a, like a soap? Like, is there a broth? But no, that they have it, okay, like. Like, her friend has it occasionally, and her mom has it often. Like, it's a like a snack that she enjoys. That is disgusting. That she likes the texture. No, just eat cereal. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't understand. I was shocked. I was shocked. What other secrets does this family have? Well, apparently, so, like, it, it was her friend and her mom, but her mom does it more often. So she'll, like, you know, watching whatever tv reality show or whatever it is sits down makes a bowl of rice grains and water (laughs) and water and she's just enjoying it with a spoon and just and she likes the texture of hard rice that is ridiculous and eats it crunchy you know crunchy and swallows it that's not appetizing like no it tastes like nothing they're just eating starch you're just gonna have like do they clean the rice before they eat it i I didn't get. I didn't even get that far ahead into the, my question. My was just so stuck on the fact that that's like a thing that they do. <laughs> that is pretty wild. I don't know. <laughs> my family has some dark secrets. <laughs> well, so like not only her, her friend, her mom, and apparently their cousin that uh, that lives nearby, and like their aunt or whatever. So like the chick's mom. I guess their family grew up eating that. 
And so now they passed it down to their kids, I guess. It's probably some leftover, leftover, uh, like, late 1920s food. 1920s? Yeah, the Great Depression. They're not... So it's like a leftover, you know, meal that they had from way back then. No, they're, her, her, par- her mom, who does it all the time, apparently, is our par- like our, the age of our parents. It's not like... Well, sure, but where did she get it from? Probably her grandmother well, or her mother. There's, it passed on for some... Nobody just opened up the, the cupboard and grabbed some rice and poured some water in it and was like, this is a great idea. Well, I'm assuming... You know how, like, there's, like, some... There's, like, um... Like, for people who have no, who grew up not having money, there's, like, a thing, you know, that pretty much every family has where it's, like, they they throw something together in the kitchen and that's, like, their, like, I guess, poor person yeah. meal. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, I guess that was their, that was it. But it's, like, but you would think that once you get old enough, you would realize, okay, well, this shit sucks. This rice cereal sucks. I'm not going to eat this anymore. <laughs> no, it has too much nostalgia for that family. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Did you have like a meal like that? Like, like, like a growing up or whatever, poor, or maybe, maybe you weren't old enough to cook. So that's, that was another thing. Like, I think she also like, they weren't old enough to cook. Their mom wasn't home to cook. They didn't have, you know, a lot of money or maybe, I don't, I don't know. I'm assuming that maybe that was like, their their meal that obviously they weren't allowed to use a stove maybe so it's like that's something that they threw together I was, I was never not allowed to cook i always cooked eggs for myself if i was hungry usually Did, kind of grew up on eggs it's so was there like a thing that you made yourself because no like but the only i thing. mean like a lot of people they have like casseroles where they throw in all the leftovers or the extra stuff you know they'll make a different casserole out of it but that's like kind of the closest that I got to a to a garbage meal, <laughs> garbage a pantry meal. meal, whatever they call it. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't get over it. I was just like, what? Like, like, uh, just cook the rice and like eat it. I mean, at this yeah. point, toss right? some soy sauce on there, a couple pieces of chicken, or like turn it into a broth. If you're gonna eat it raw, hard rice, like maybe add fucking chicken broth in it or. Bone broth Maybe nobody it. ever told them about cooked rice. <laughs> they just don't know. I'm pretty sure she. The loser mind forever. They ever saw a risotto. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. I couldn't get over it. I that couldn't get weird. over it. That is I was quite just weird. Like, what? Like, how could, how could you? <laughs> well, I know. I, for my dad, what or I'm sure every, a lot of people do this growing up, but like his or one of his like I guess poor person's meals or snacks or whatever, he <clears throat> he would warm up a tortilla and put butter on it. I think you did that the Hell other yeah. day. Hell yeah, it's delicious. And it was just like you put you, you know. Or if you, like, for instance, you didn't have cheese to make, like, a quesadilla or something, like, and you had butter and fucking, and a fucking tortilla, you'd put that shit together, eat it. And it's good. I've it's had it. Delicious. A few times. That's how you get more butter in your system, you know? You can't <laughs> have enough of that. <laughs> hey, butter's really good. Butter's really good. I agree. But other than that, that was one of the, um... The things that we were talking about, I, I don't know, I didn't understand. If you had, if you guys have something... Like that, where it's like you guys threw something together. Like, as a kid, you guys weren't allowed to cook or, like... What's your weird family meal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my grandpa... I think this is a southern thing, but my grandpa uh, would take his cornbread and just put it in a glass of milk and just eat it out of the... He'll have cornbread and milk with the with the spoon. Pretty sure it's a southern Wait, thing. Wait, with He's the from spoon? Virginia. Yeah, just eat his cornbread and milk, you know? And then afterwards, he had delicious milky cornbread to drink. So he he just let it sit in the milk? Yeah, just threw it in there and then ate it together. Like crushed it up in there and, like, eat I it? Think, I don't know if he crushed it up. I think he just, like, scooped some out. Oh, I was thinking... So he had, I... like, it was like a, a cereal of, of cornbread and milk. <laughs> Another cereal. <laughs> yep. And that's that's less weird. I, I, could, I could picture that because it's actually cooked, but... 
grainy rice. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Like I said, I think that family has some dark secrets they're hiding. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, if they're listening, I'm sorry. Don't. Uh, I, I don't live anywhere near you. <laughs> don't worry about me. <laughs> no, I mean, I it, it I, I mean, if they're if they want to come forward and like explain like how did it come about or who else does it or whatever, I mean. Yeah, call in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh yes, the tell the, us about your our weirdness. lions are ringing right now. I have a lot to talk to ask you <laughs> about your life. <laughs> but in my head, when you were saying about the cornbread and milk thing, I thought he was dunking it like a cookie. No, no, he was just tossing it in there and eating it out with a spoon. That's crazy. It's I don't pretty know. good. I've had it. Really? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I grew up uh, living with him, so of course I've had some cornbread and milk. Does he still do that? I'm sure. Sure he does. <laughs> I don't think he let something like that go. <clears throat> oh my gosh. So let me see. Uh, oh, I I would think like uh, grilled cheese is probably like the easy go to for something like that. Like well, as for, a meal. Yeah, like the easy like throw it together. Of course, yeah. They're together and all that. Two pieces of bread and a slice of Kraft's cheese. <laughs> We're sponsored by Kraft Singles. Buy American Kraft's cheese. Just kidding. We're not sponsored by anything. No. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to turn the conversation to something else. But I thought we'd kind of start with kind of like a new thing uh, in the show. Uh and I was looking up some, like, weird news. But as I was looking for trying to look for weird news, <clears throat> this thing popped up that I found that was kind of interesting. Um, I found it at the KISS FM website. Um, and it was by Ron Nihili? Nihili? But anyway... So it, the title is, Here's 19 New California Laws You Need to Know About for 2022. And we live in California. I know not everyone listening is from California, but obviously it pertains to us. But I thought it was some of the things on here were kind of interesting. So the first one on the list of the new uh, laws is go to... I mean, I'm sorry, to-go alcohol sales will remain in place through 2026. Hell yeah. Since that kind of started, obviously, during the pandemic and everyone was ordering to-go or ordering online, getting it yeah, delivered. still got to get us our liquor somehow. <clears throat> uh, which I'm surprised because, obviously, you're not allowed to drink and drive and you can't really control that once the alcohol's in someone's car. But, I don't know, I thought it was weird. But anyway, the next one is that you will now have to ask for ketchup and spoons at a restaurant. These items will no longer be handed out without being requested. Spoons? Oh, that's weird. Hmm. What if ketchup? I order soup? Do I still have to ask for a spoon? <laughs> I w- or do I mean, they come bring me a spoon at that point? I, I, don't, I think that's just Some oatmeal? automatic. They would have to bring you a spoon. How the hell are you going to eat it with a fork? But why only s- spoons? Yeah, it's weird. I can see the ketchup thing because <clears throat> no need to increase contamination, I guess, for COVID. I mean, the ketchup. If it's not going to be used. I don't know. I mean, you don't and have I mean, to use ketchup for every meal. It's a food item that just kind of sits on your, your table. I can kind of see that, but spoons is weird. Like, you're supposed to wash them anyways, so. I was thinking, like, okay, well. I guess they just automatically put a fork and knife on your table when you come sit down, and then yeah. they just leave out the spoon. I don't know. I thought that. Well, I always work. use a spoon to mix my coffee. Oh, there you go. So now I have to ask for the spoon. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Or just use my knife. So another one, stealthing is banned. Do you know what stealthing is? Like stealth camping. No. What's stealthing? Okay, well, according to this, stealthing is banned. Stealthing is a non-consensual removal of a condom. Oh, yeah, that's like rape. Well, that should be 
That's terrible. Yeah. How, there, I didn't even know there was like a weird word for it. I didn't know there was a word for it. I just figured that's like sexual assault in a way, even though there is consent, but you don't yeah. have consent without the condom. I think it's because it's like in a weird gray area. And then I guess, I well, I mean, I'm glad they made it into something People official. People do that? That's so weird. I know. I know. It's like they, like, like they want to have, like, okay. They, I was thinking in my mind, like, okay, what if it was like a married couple and the guy wants a baby, but the wife doesn't want a baby. So it's like, oops, the condom fell off in between. It like, fell off and landed on I the other side having, of the room. <laughs> I guess we're having a baby. Oops, it rocketed over there. <laughs> He just flings it like a slingshot on the other side of the room. <laughs> That's so weird. But yeah, so I don't know. In my mind, I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, that's fucked up. Uh, so, well, in relation, uh, spousal rape, if convicted, will receive mandatory jail time and must be added to the sex offender registry. That makes sense. You don't hear it a lot. A lot of uh, spousal rape doesn't get reported well yeah it's kind of like i think it's a leftover thing from it's like back in the day where area. it was just like not necessarily a gray area but i think it was like a leftover thing from back in the day when men could just kind of get away with anything in their relationships so it was just like you know you smack your woman around it's not it's not abuse you know like hey she deserved it <laughs> you know it was like a 1950s 1960s thing and i'm sure that was part of it too the whole fucking you know you can do whatever you want you're the man of the house well so now it's like all right well the laws are changing yeah sorry <laughs> you misogynists well yeah so i mean I, I i guess it would be hard to prove too though like spousal rape i mean mm. ah that, I, I mean, that's what it, I mean about I think the gray just, area thing. It depends on who the person is, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I think it. you should generally trust the person that's saying I was raped, you know. They're assaulted. And these are all according to this article. I don't know if they're true or not, but um, if they're true. But let me see the next one. All major retailers will have We'll have to have a gender-neutral toy section. Ooh. Huh. So there's going to be a boy section, a girl section, and a gender-neutral section? Well, I Why don't mean, they just throw all the toys into one? Well, I mean, I guess they're already sectioned in the store by girls and boys. It's usually a pink aisle and, like, a, a darker blue aisle. That's what I noticed. You, you walk past one aisle, and it's just all pink dolls... Everything is just pink. It's an entire pink aisle. And that's the aisle I never go down because it's like it's too bright, you know? It's too well, bright. Plus, I have no business being over there. What am I going to do over there? Well, you don't have any kids. Yeah, well. so like a, then, but the other aisle is like, hell yeah, little trucks, <laughs> race cars. This, this stuff's kind of cool, you know? It kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously, the girl, I, the biggest things I could think of that are, I guess, automatic. The automatically people put in the girls in the boys section barbies girls uh or or like baby dolls or something like that and then the automatically in the boys section it would is like hot wheels legos shit like that Dude. but i think legos would probably be in the neutral section because there's different kind of lego sets that you could get for sure yeah but that, i think traditionally that's always been like a boy toy which i mean it's weird i feel like like girls have always gotten the mm -hmm. uh, the short end of the stick there because all the boys toys were like really cool it's like remote control cars little trucks and stuff and all this and then girls get what dolls they get little dolls and they have to use their imagination easy bake ovens easy bake ovens. <laughs> we gotta train them we gotta train them young you know you gotta I take care of that little baby you have to use your little easy bake oven here's a pretend kitchen you know you wash those dishes oh yeah and boys it's like all right Here's little construction trucks. This is what you're going to be doing your whole a life. Tool, a toolbox, yep. a fake toolbox, and a you fake garage. This, this is your, your role in life. You, you fix the things, and uh, your sister over here, she cleans the things. It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. I don't know. I always, I always kind of thought about it that way. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not, not well, necessarily fun toys. So what would you think of that would be, like, gender neutral then? I don't know. I, I mean, definitely, like, Legos. Legos for sure. 
I this, think yeah, little race car things. sets and stuff are probably fun for everybody. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think they have girl race car things for girls too. It's just like a Barbie car or something, or like. See, what has Barbie got to be involved? You know, like go back to the Malibu, <laughs> <laughs> chill in your mansion, Barbie <laughs> with Ken. They, but they have them. It's just like it's like a pink convertible or some shit. Yeah, but it's not like a, a little race car set. You know, like I don't know. Boys get like the cool toys, like the like I said, like a little little hot wheel set you know and you just and it shoots it and you like you build the set yourself and you put your car in and it shoots it around and it does you know loops and stuff and it's like oh really yeah that was, that was real cool <laughs> and girls they get a burping baby you know <laughs> that's Gotta train true them how to smack a baby on the back that's true well i well i mean well, I don't know. I can't really think of other things that would be gender neutral, to be honest. I, I mean, say just get rid of the girls' toys. They're all boring. Because <laughs> you're a guy. You don't think that they're... Get rid of them all. They don't need that, that stuff, you know? Who cares? <laughs> Throw out all the dolls. No more babies. So you're saying all the boys' toys should just be gender neutral? Yeah, of course. Those are the fun toys. <laughs> I had an easy bake oven when I was little. I, 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 it was so fun. Did you actually bake things? Yeah. What'd you bake? Um, well, it came in like little, like, so you'd get the oven itself and then it came with, <clears throat> at least from what I can remember, it came with like little packets. So like, think of like cake mix, right? Yeah. Um, instead of like a big package, it'd come in like a little, um, like a hot chocolate package size thing. Sure. And then you'd add water or whatever it was or maybe milk or something i can't remember exactly it's been oh my god such a long time but you'd add to it and then you'd mix it up and then you put it in a little pan which the pan was actually like a metal pan or like some kind of some kind of pan like that and then you'd stick it on in one side of the oven and then you'd leave it in there for a certain amount of time but you can i can i can't remember making like cookies or anything like that i just remember making like a cake or like a brownie or something occasionally yeah and they were good i was always kind of jealous of the easy bake oven because i could never ask for it for christmas because it was a girl toy right (laughs) but i always kind of wanted it just because then i could just make my myself some brownies if i wanted some brownies you know a kid doesn't want brownies I that know. should be a gender neutral toy. It could, it should. I mean, inspire you young bakers. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Or it could. You, there's like chefs. You know, I'm sure they can make like a chef version. It doesn't have to be like a pink oven. It could be some kind of like chef. Cook this pork, child. <laughs> make a pork cutlet. My, uh, I don't know. I really liked it, and then I remember like having fun making it and then like i'd be able to eat some and then my mom i'd give some to my mom or something and sure. i mean it was edible it's not like it was it came out like plat tasting like plastic but my sister my little sister she had a door explorer kitchen <laughs> mm. so back to what you're saying about the kitchens mm-hmm. you'd wash the fucking fake plates and the in the non-existent water and just All pretending to do boring chores <laughs> for fun. Just to try to train them to get them to enjoy it for later. I guess you could... Another, another gender neutral thing would probably be like blocks or something. Or some like kind of building Yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. I don't think of that as like a, a toy. I feel like that's just like a baby item. Here's, here's some blocks. Well, you could... Quit bothering me. <laughs> Play-Doh. Play-Doh. Yeah. Play-Doh is neutral. I love Play-Doh. You know, it tastes the same for everybody. So. Yeah. You ate it? Did you eat it? No, but I've licked it. <laughs> I, fr- I think I've licked it, too. It smells good. It smells really good. It just smells like... Clay. Like, kind of like glue. Clay smells good. Ish. Yeah, I used to sniff glue, too, so... <laughs> kind of makes sense. <laughs> it all comes back. <laughs> yep. It started off as Play-Doh. <laughs> Turned into a drug habit. But Play-Doh's definitely didn't. Play-Doh is the real gateway drug. <laughs> it it goes into to eating glue, sniffing glue, and then air, the meth. air duster cans, and then meth <laughs> goes straight. <laughs> Play-Doh goes straight to yeah, meth, guys. Smell some glue. Don't. You're, you're smoking dope. Don't smoking dope on the streets. <laughs> Play-Doh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Oh, this one's interesting. Let's um, hear it. It says, re uh, requires insurance companies to decrease wait times for treatment for mental health and sub substance abuse. Back to back to the, the meth talk, but... <laughs> But isn't that interesting? It says that it requires insurance companies to decrease wait times for treatment. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense mm -hmm. if you're if you're decided you wanted to quit, you know, drinking or quit doing drugs and stuff, and then you're waiting on your fucking insurance company to approve it, and it takes them a couple of weeks, and then like by then it's like, or it's like it doesn't they don't know, think it's it necessary. It's not, or well, some it's not shit. enough. Like right, usually if you if you want to quit something. There's a lot of people, they hit the rock bottom, and they're like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And they have that feeling. They need to seize that feeling and, and take advantage of that feeling of, I'm over this. I'm done. I can't do it. Take advantage of that moment so that they can actually quit, you know? And if your certain insurance company is making you wait a few weeks, that feeling starts to diminish and go away, and then all your, your scummy friends are like, come on, bro. <laughs> come, come take a hit, dude. <laughs> And it's just like, all right, dude, I could, I could take it. I could take another hit. I'm going to quit eventually. And then it's like, you're back to where you started. All because your insurance company was like, well, let's let's see. Hold on. I know they've changed their mind by the time that they first reached out. Yeah. You know, and especially with mental health, too. If somebody's, you know, it's, feeling yeah. feeling down and suicidal or whatever, and they're waiting on their their insurance company to get hospitalized you know what i mean like or to seek some sort of treatment from like a psychologist or psychiatrist it's like they don't have time everyone everyone needs therapy everyone yeah. and you shouldn't For have something. to go to an er to get that therapy too you should just be able to reach out to your therapist you know because by the time you go to the er then you have you have other burdens now you have thousands of dollars in debt you know even though you have insurance but because your insurance company doesn't want you to do that you know it's just the whole thing. I could, I could I could rant and rant and rant about insurance companies because I feel like it is all just a huge scam. Every single one of them. There's no reason why you should be paying for, for your insurance for, you know, two, three years. And then all of a sudden you get into a car accident and your rates go up. It's like, dude, I was giving you free money this whole time. And now my rates have gone up. What the hell? What, what are you here for? You know? Oh God! There's all kinds of stuff like that. Like, what what are you here for? And then you know, there's there's also insurances like people insure on their their house or whatever, for for fires. But then you know, it turns out like their toaster oven was what caught the house on fire. And then you know, written into that fire insurance claim is like, oh yeah, that's can't use those toaster ovens. You know, they're prone to fires, so <laughs> you can't can't use them. So we're not going to cover this. And it's like, well, why the hell did I give you all this money? I don't know. There's, there's everything about insurance is a huge scam. Huge scam. You got to pay deductibles when you go to, to see your doctor. It's like, what am I paying you for? <laughs> I don't go to the doctor, like not very often. And all of a sudden, the insurance company, they're not really here for you. Well, the big... I don't know. It's a huge scam. It's, it's, a, it's a big problem, especially like... That's why a lot of people don't go. When they have to go, they don't go to the of course, doctor. Yeah, you got to make when... sure you have to make sure it's, it's it's worth the thousands of dollars of debt you're going to go into. Yeah, and and just there going to the doctor is one thing. Going to therapy, oh my god, every session's like two hundred dollars or more. So so it's like you don't want to pay to go to the doctor, so you don't go. You don't you feel like you need to talk to somebody or to get you know some you know for your mental health, but it's so expensive i don't know but well i mean like you said we could go on and on about this and obviously this is i mean there, i know there's a lot of like websites right now like um that are cheaper and i think that they do take insurance depending on the site but i mean i i, I like that at least that that there's some kind of there's a different option now i like that there's at least a different option i don't know i'm sure there's uh competitive rates for those right now but for what? Know. For insurance? For well, for um, health, for like therapy sessions. Oh, right, for right, yeah. For at, at least for that, at least for that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. He, okay. Well, here's another one, um, on the list of, um, on here. It's, it prohibit 
prohibits police from using restraints that could suffocate a suspect. Oh, wow. That's a touchy subject for these I'm surprised that wasn't a thing before. Like, obviously... No, it had to have been a thing before. I think that was like kind of the big deal with, with, uh, with I think, George Floyd. It was like they put him in a chokehold. And it's like, what does a chokehold do? It chokes you, right? He couldn't breathe and he died. And, you know, and that that's that's... I thought that was the big no-no. It was like, you can't do a chokehold. <laughs> you can't put people in chokeholds. You can't restrict their breath. The only thing they need to live. <laughs> and you're restricting it. It's kind of ridiculous. I've yeah. also seen, like, you know, a picture of, like, four cops putting their knees on somebody's back and he can't breathe. And they're just kind of sitting there. And it's like, come on. You have handcuffs on him. Like, there's four of you. You could restrain one guy. Get the hell out of here. How upsetting. Put some cuffs on his feet, too, you know? Like, you don't have to fucking... You know, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a little ridiculous. I mean, you would fucking think it's common knowledge that they have to put it in words at this point. In 2022, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, at least it's there in writing. I mean, well. At least I mean, it's there. Yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it for sure. Sure is. Um, Here's another one. Um... It's similar. It's related. Uh, it bars police from firing rubber bullets or tear gas at at protesters in non-life-threatening situations. Yep, that makes sense. Um, it's a protest. <laughs> yeah. What was the protest there? I think you're allowed to protest. <clears throat> I mean, I know there's different kinds. There's a peace. There's peaceful protesting, and then there's violent protesting. So. I know we've had a couple of different ones these past couple uh, years, um, but I mean, a lot of a lot of crazy stories came came from it, and that's why these things are here now. Yep. Um, I think a lot of the peaceful protests turned violent because of the violence being pushed onto the protesters. You know, you're out there uh, protesting your police brutality, and then a bunch of cops show up and start throwing tear gas at you and shooting you with rubber bullets. I mean, look what it's it took. like. All right, well, <laughs> here's the example. Is the world looking now? Because here it is. This is what's happening. I mean, look at what it took to get to this point where now it's on paper somewhere. Like, yeah, we'll it took a lot. We'll see how long it lasts. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. It's, uh, but I mean, yeah, it, it's there, it's in writing. Who knows what's going to happen from it? Uh, let's see what the next one says. Um, it's raising the minimum age to become a police officer to 21. Huh. What was it before? I 18? don't know. I think probably, yeah, probably 18. Imagine makes an 18 year old cop throwing you in jail for drinking or something. <laughs> it's like, son, you have a first beer before you start judging me. <laughs> well, judge me over my problems. Well, I mean, I think that's better because obviously they're, they're young. I mean, 21 is still young. 21 is still young. 21 is a kid. 21 is still young. But it's at least you get to bring, you know, arrest or, you know, pull someone over for drunk driving when at least that you're old enough to, to understand the ramifications or be old enough to drink but i don't know uh you would you would think it should have been 21 to begin with uh let's see the other one allows departments to fire officers for joining a law enforcement gang yeah lapd has there's a story that just came out recently where lapd had like 50 something active gangs or the los angeles now i don't know if it was lapd i think it was los angeles sheriff's Sheriff Department, fifty hmm. something gangs in your local law enforcement, folks. Fifty. Fifty something gangs, and there were uh, there were some of like the L.A. sheriffs. They had like gang tattoos. They had all that stuff, and it was just a cop gang. Just just a gang of cops, you know, the ones that you know protect and and serve supposedly. Hmm. But uh, they're out there making their little gangs and. Running their little rackets. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a law enforcement gang. 
Yep, I have a, I don't know, a lot to say about those police. I'll save it for another ranty podcast episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the next one requires pol- uh, police to report to agencies when they see another police officer using excessive force. Again, that should have already been a, been a thing. Well, some people are afraid to speak out in, in retaliation of losing their job or... Yeah, there's still going to be that problem. Because well, yeah. I mean, who knows? That law doesn't necessarily protect them from that. How can you really be anonymous, you know, when you make that kind of um, complaint or report? Like, okay. if it was like your partner yeah, using the force. Like, I, have, I have a buddy who was in on highway patrol. He uh, he was doing his job and he was driving and, and saw somebody who was drunk driving. He pulled him over. Turns out it was, uh, uh, I guess, a higher ranking uh, police officer. And oh, I he, think you mentioned this before. Sure, and uh, he, uh, you know, arrested him. He was drunk. He was obviously drunk. Ran their field test. Uh, he was arrested. Took him back to the to the station to book him, and he was getting dirty looks and and threats from all the other police officers. And they said, think they told him things like, "Oh, how could you betray us? You know, stuff like that. We gotta stick together. How could you do this? You know." And he's like. You know, what is he supposed to do? He's doing his job, right? He's, I mean, the guy was obviously drunk. He was drunk enough to swerve and catch the eye of a cop. You know, if you're that drunk, you're that impaired, you obviously should be pulled over, no matter who you are. Yeah. You know, but the fact that he was, you know, uh, another member of their little their little group, their little squad, mm-hmm. you know, it became a problem. And he got, he got some flack for it. But that type of shit happens all over the place. You do your job, you do the right thing, but it happens to be against a bad cop. It's it's a big no no. Did he get fully arrested? Do you know? Who? Like the the guy? Yeah, no, he was arrested. He was booked, booked put mm-hmm. in the back of the car, all that. Got himself a, a fancy DUI. Damn. And he yep. was what like a? Like well, I don't a... even know how far it went. I don't know if they, you know, they they booked him and released him, sort of thing. You know, the next day, drunk drunk tanked him but yeah i mean he was it was a the way my buddy uh uh told it is like he arrested him for dui so i don't I don't know how that works i don't know if he's got cleared from it or some shit i don't know who knows that's crazy yeah i mean i, I it, that's good that he was doing the right thing again like the retaliation be in fear of retaliation but it's like at the end of the day that guy's if that guy's fucking sloshed fucking sloshed he could have fucking ran somebody over. Anything. His, his and, movements and, and, are impaired. He should not be driving at that point. You know? His his reaction time is slower. Everything. And the fact that he's a cop and knows all this, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that should be grounds for... You know, uh, if you drive if you drive a truck and... Uh, if you're a truck driver and you get caught for a DUI, you lost your job. You know? If you do any sort of delivery service and you get caught for a DUI, you lost your job. Most jobs... If you get a DUI, you lose your job. It's kind of amazing yeah. that cops don't do that. They just kind of relocate you. <laughs> just like, what do you have to do to lose your job as a cop, you know? You have to really get caught. Uh, let me see. This next one is already was kind of already said, but um, it says police records related to excessive force, misconduct, unlawful searches, etc., will now be made public. Ooh. Um, I don't know how, how true this would be. I mean, they have, they have the right to not use, not to put it out there. I mean, not that they have the right, but they have the means Yeah. to not make it public. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they can. They would want to make right? it private. I don't. I, I just. I just don't see how they would put this. Like they'd still try to cover it up somehow. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, think... but I think if once, I don't know. Who knows how it'll work? I don't see. I'm I just don't well see it happening. I just don't see it happening. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's. At least Go now, ahead. because it is a law, if you if you catch somebody doing wrong, you know, say you're you're 
the offended party or whatever, and then you try to get those records and there's no records of it, then it's like, all right, well, that's grounds for suing, right? You can get lawyers involved at that point if they're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. So at least it leaves it open for that. If somebody needs that information and they, it's being restricted from them, then they actually have ways to get it. Um, this other one says it requires judges to give more weight to factors such as childhood trauma when sentencing. Interesting. So I'm curious if this goes towards like children going to court or if this goes to adults going to court. Probably a bit of both. Because I don't. I don't know. Like it's still interesting because it's the it's the sentencing is on the ju- the judgment of the judge, mm-hmm. for the most part, and it still has to you know be within the confines of the law. But I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. It's still a judgment call, you know. And if the judge is having a bad day, then and you're the one sitting in front of him, you're gonna have a bad day too. It's basically it's just it it's basically just saying that they have to consider it. Does, yeah, doesn't like. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you were brought up in a, a shit situation your whole life and your mom and dad were breaking laws and stuff and then you, you're you 18 and you break a law, then maybe, I don't know, you, you're kind of, you're put in a shit situation. You're, you're, you're surrounded by the only thing you know, which is criminal activity. And then, you know, I think it should be like, the problem is like the system's not built to rehabilitate you, even though that's what it's for. It's not built for that. It's just built to punish you. You're all right. Well, you broke the law. Now you stay here for a while. Now you're gonna stay in that cell, enjoy that for a while, and then they release you. And it's like, well, I, I don't know how to do anything now. You know, there's those people that get like armed robbery or some stuff, something when they're younger. Mm-hmm. They spent five to ten years in prison. Now they're they get out and they're, you know, twenty eight, thirty years old. And they're like, what do you do now? <laughs> you have no skills. You have no job. Like, what do you do? You know, I think the the prison system should definitely just be training. It should teach people how to do trades. You know, it should, you should be, I I understand you can get your GED. You can, you can take some college courses and stuff while you're in prison. But I feel like it should teach you how to live your life. That should be a requirement for every single prison is like, how do you do better now? You know, there's other, Mm -hmm. other countries where if somebody does something wrong, like they, they go to prison and they get therapy. Like I think it's in, in Denmark or something. They go to prison and they have constant like therapy. They have people teaching them how to do new things, uh, you know, getting to the root of like the issue of why they were, you know, bad in the first place, why they screwed up. Like what, what made you screw up? You know, they get down to the bottom of all that. And, you know, like lo and behold, they don't have a whole lot of repeat offenders because, they got to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. They served their time and they rehabilitated them. They made put them in a position where they can actually be successful, you know. And unfortunately, our prison system here is just built to punish you, you know. And that's that's what happens when the prisons are run for profit. Is like you you don't care about whether or not this person is a good person afterwards. In fact, it's better for you if this person comes back, you know. So you put them in a shit situation. They stay in the shit situation their entire life. You know, the cycle continues. Yeah. Well, I think in regards to this, where they have to consider childhood trauma when sentencing, I think it should go more towards if children commit crime more than it does for adults that commit crimes. I mean, because the childhood trauma comes up in both yeah. scenarios th- like how many I how many serial like they- killers say that it's their fucking mom's fault that they turned out the way that they did but other people that turn you know live through the same bullshit as they grew up didn't yeah. turn out to be serial killers didn't go kill a bunch of uh, homeless people <laughs> so it's like if there's like a teenage boy or something who's stealing or was fighting or you know whatever it would make more sense if it was something to to come up, of course, yeah, childhood trauma in that sense. At least this is a step in the direction, I guess, of actually having rehabilitation in in jails and prisons. Yeah, there's so much to consider for sure. There's a lot. There's always something to consider. It, yeah, 
in in those especially for children especially for children um let's see this next one uh, a mandatory minimum sentencing for drug related crimes that are nonviolent will end that's good that is good i wonder what the the minimum is i'm not sure but it's good there shouldn't be a minimum i i would you think know? It especially if it's a it. it's a drug crime you're dealing with somebody that's like possession just possession yeah, yeah. there should be a ticket <laughs> if that well you know? i mean i'm sure it, it obviously would depend on how much it would be 100 percent better if the cop just grab the dope and smash it in the ground and say get out of here <laughs> go on get you know instead of ruining the dude's life the 18 year old pulling you over realizing yeah, the, the the seeing that you have pot in your in your cup holder and shit <laughs> none of that devil's lettuce for you man <laughs> oh god well that was the last one on on um this list of the 19 new california laws you need to know it was interesting i know there's a lot of important ones. A sure. lot of important ones. I mean... A few steps in the right direction. Yes. Yes. A lot of good changes. You know, who knows what will come of them? I don't know. But... Who's to say? I mean, at least at least it's on, on paper somewhere. I don't know. Yep. Okay. I found this other thing when I was... Because my initial thought was to look up weird things that I found. And so, I found this thing... It was on HuffPost.com by David Moye. Um, 30 weird Valentine's gifts your sweetheart will be sweet on. Oh. And they, some of them were kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Let's hear them. So <clears throat> the first one, uh, I don't really understand. Well, a lot of them you won't really understand. But this first one, it's a costume. I'm assuming it's supposed to be some kind of sex costume, or maybe it's just for some kind of a fun moment. Okay. But it's uh, it's the, it shows a picture of a girl, and mm-hmm. she's wearing like red tights. I'll show you the picture, and it's a heart shaped candy chocolate costume. So she's <laughs> the box of she's heart the chocolates. box of yeah. So think of a a box heart shaped chocolates in it. And so that's what she's wearing. It's like a big old thing. And then she's just wearing red tights, you know, for her, for her legs. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I'm like, that what is do you weird. That? Yeah. I don't, I don't know who that's for, <laughs> but they knock yourselves out. If you got, got a fetish of somebody being in a box, chocolate, I mean, chocolate, big heart shaped chocolate box. Like, Hey, go for it. Dude. Like you know? he, maybe hopefully he brought a, he or she brought, an actual box of chocolates for you with it. So as long as there's some toffee in there, then that's all right. <laughs> this next one, I, it's, it is a chocolate lobster, and I, it's pretty much just a mold of a lobster with, but it's chocolate, and I don't know mm. why specifically lobster. Maybe it's because lobster is supposed to be a, a fancy meal, for you know. Chocolate lobster. There's a picture of them. Is it like a chocolate covered lobster, or it's just a chocolate? It's like a mold. Lobster. Yeah, it's like a mold, a chocolate mold. I don't know. I thought it was weird. That is a lot of chocolate. Um, and then I never really liked those those giant chocolate gifts, like the big chocolate bear. You know, like you'll get like a big chocolate, like like bear or something, or. Or a little thing. Oh. No, no, it's just like it's too much chocolate. Or like the, the novelty giant Hershey's Kiss. Oh. It's too much chocolate. What am I supposed to do with all that chocolate? I mean, you know? it's good. I mean, it's good. I'm not a huge, like, chocolate fan anyways. Like, I could eat chocolate, but like a bite or two, you know? Like, I don't even think I, I – like, oh, a Snickers bar, you know, like the king size, like the big Snickers bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get halfway through that, and I'm like, I've had too much this is already too much. Well, I, <laughs> I think, real, that's my favorite candy. Yeah. I just think the the perfect sizes for me is like the Halloween candies. Like, you know, I can have a little, little piece the of bite chocolate. Size, bite the size, mini size. Yeah. Little, little party fun pack. 
That's what I need. I don't need a big, giant fucking Hershey's Kiss. It's ridiculous. Who needs eight pounds of chocolate in their life? Not me. Uh, this next one, I didn't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. What's it? But it's a pink ghost face doll. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand this is a list of weird Valentine's Day gifts, but I'll show you a picture. It's just, think of like Scream, the, you know, the bad guy from, from the movie Scream. And, yeah. but he, his mask, instead of it being white, it's pink, bright pink. And it's like a weird doll. I don't know. And he has a knife in his hand. Yeah. I don't get it. For the horror fans. I mean, it, 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 maybe for the goth relationships. That's How a dare cute. You. That's a cute gift. Goths aren't serial killers. <laughs> it doesn't suggest. That doesn't suggest. Ridiculous. Name killer. one gothic serial killer. <laughs> Goths are cool. I think they're really cool. But yeah, they're dressed in all black and they're all gloomy and stuff, but happy on the inside. Part of me. Kind of wishes I could, I could dress like a goth, but I, I you can live your life. You know, get those straps and leather boots, chains. <laughs> they have cool clothes. Powder your face and darken your eyes. I really Wear like black their lipstick and boots and yeah, black nails. But it's all chipped. Every nail is chipped. <laughs> They're not like good, you know. Freshly painted black. Yeah. Manicure. You have to get it freshly painted and then wait till it dries and chip off the edges. Wash some dishes and shit. Mm-hmm. Use a use a fucking metal. What is it called? The scrubber thing. The the metal. The. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Shit. What's it called? Steel wool. Steel wool. Yes. <laughs> and then that'll get use that on your nails. Just scrape it onto your fucking nails. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be not good. <laughs> this is an interesting one on this list. Okay. It's a light up butt plug. <laughs> Ooh. We're getting into it now. <laughs> um, you got to see where you're going in the dark. <laughs> it's to shine the light to see. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. You would think that the light would be inside, but the light is on the outside. I'll show you a picture. That's so you it. know where you're aiming for for all you fellas out there. It looks like it provides a disco light show on against the wall as it's inside. It's just a nice light show. <laughs> just a good old-fashioned sexy light show. It says putting something shiny in a place where the sun don't shine might seem counterintuitive. <laughs> oh gosh, the light up butt plug. I don't know. I mean, if you're into that thing, that's kind of cool. This one's interesting, which I wouldn't mind. <clears throat> um, cocktail flavored jelly beans. That's cute. Huh. It's it's not the greatest. I mean, if you like if if your partner really likes jelly beans, that's a cool that's a cool new flavor kit, I guess you could sure. say. This one is a dildo sword. <laughs> oh, on guard. <laughs> Well, in, and there's a picture of it. <laughs> and it's a dildo sword, which is exactly what it sounds like. To me, it looks like a Power Ranger sword. Hmm. It looks like a Power Ranger sword, but like it's a small, semi-small sword. And the the part where the, you know, the sword sharp part would be, it's the dildo and it's blue, bright blue. So it's a shape of the dildo on the top. And then the handle is like a sword. So it has, so it's like a brownish bronze handle. <laughs> and then the sword goes into to you. <laughs> mm-hmm, it sure does. It's for all you erotic LARPers out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it goes with the costume, if, it, if you guys already have the theme going on, you guys have the little, you know, costume uh foreplay i mean might as well have a dildo sword <laughs> i don't know i mean it's interesting what do you think of that how does it, what is that what is, is something <laughs> it kind of doesn't even look like a dildo on the top to be honest like the point of it does but it's still re- sharp at the end it has a bunch of like carvings <laughs> it's not sharp it's like rounded at the top obviously yeah. like a dildo would be it's a dildo 
I don't know. It's and it has like carvings all over. Not carvings, but you know the design. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> I've never seen that before. I don't see what the point of this is, but a tongue scraper is the next one. Or As a Valentine's gift? I guess. Let's get all that white stuff off your tongue. Ooh. Yuck. Uh, I you ever guess... see somebody that like they stick their tongue out and it's just all white? Oh, it's like yeah. bright white. Yeah. It's like brush your damn tongue person. I think you're supposed to brush it. I brush my tongue. You're supposed to. I feel like that stuff will just make my breath stink. Well, yeah, that's what it that it is. Yeah, so if you see somebody with a bunch of white on their tongue, it's like, you got some stinky-ass breath. Well, what the hell's going on over there? Well, I would think that um, maybe you give it as a gift to, like, sort of gently tell them that Here you go, brush they your, have bad breath. Brush your fucking tongue. <laughs> Look what I got you for Valentine's Day. It's a toothbrush. Ain't and a tongue nice? scraper. And mouthwash. Some extra powerful minty fucking toothpaste. (laughs) Take a hint, buddy. (laughs) I don't know why that would be a Valentine's Day gift, but hey, if you want to hint at something, might as well just give it to them and see what they say. (laughs) Yep. Uh, This next one, it is an attachment that turns your bath faucet into a sex toy. Wow. Uh, it just has pulses or what? Uh, well, I don't really. I mean, there's a picture of like something on a on a faucet, like as if they're making a bath for themselves. But I don't really get what it is. I can't yeah. really tell what it is. I don't mean I, I from the picture. I can't really tell how it's a sex toy. I don't know. Look don't it know. up. Look it up if you if you guys are interested or maybe you could. Oh my god, this next one. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, well, Kevin, I know you're a fan of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina candle. Oh yes, it's my favorite <laughs> candle. I have three of them actually. I like them in every room. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, he does not have any. He That's just, a, he a just makes real fun thing. of it. That's a real thing. <laughs> a vagina candle. I feel bad for the guy that had to make it. He had to do I a sniff test. Oh, God. I don't know how that works. I think that was a real thing. Like, they, she actually had to, you know, just... Yep, that's Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smell, all right. Like, maybe she put her juices in a cup and, like, hey, everyone take a smell. <laughs> Could have. <laughs> that is disgusting. Either way, that's ridiculous. I would hope she just described it. So what'd you find? <laughs> um, this one is called a vulva candle. And it is shaped like a vagina. Ooh. And it has like a candle, you know, wick on the top. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> and it's skin colored it's not like it's white it's no. not like it's you know red or anything it is you know a That's tan a, f- a flesh colored yeah vagina tat it <laughs> is vagina candle <laughs> <laughs> it yeah and it is literally just looks like like a vagina vagina I, I don't i don't get it whatever i mean if you're just want it for decoration. It's a, just like a, It'd be a no, cool gag a gift. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's just a. It's 100 percent a gag gift. I you mean, know, if you don't want to see the vagina, just turn it around. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is a booby pillow, booby pillow boobs. Just a boob shaped pillow. Yeah, it's literally just like a. It's in, and it's small. I mean, it looks like it's small, like a small pillow. Don't don't tit shame. I mean, like from the picture. I mean, I don't. I can't tell what the size of it is, but uh, it's. I mean, it doesn't have like flesh color. I. It's a red. At least in the picture, it's like a red pillowcase over it, and then you could see like as if the nipples were showing through a blouse or something like that through the red shirt, and then obviously you see the shape of it. But yep. I don't know. Uh, next one. 
Uh, puppy panties. It's just literally a picture of you could get a picture of your dog on your crotch. Nice. I don't get it, but okay. It's cool. If you love your pet, people who really are animal lovers get a, something of their pet everywhere. A painting, a necklace, a bracelet on a ring. Like yeah, you should draw the line shirt. on your underwear, though. Leave your underwears for yourself. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to look at it except you. Like, you get to see your dog every day. Like, you don't need panties with your dog's face on it. I don't know. Uh, What is next? Oh, God. Who the hell is thinking of these things? Who thinks? I don't know. Who Who would buy these things? What it's a it? vajayjay onesie. Just a onesie shaped like a vagina? No, it has pictures of vaginas all over it. Oh, nice. And it has a hood on, and it's a onesie, pajamas. That's cool. Look at all the different types. I mean, they're not flesh colored, which is at least okay enough. It's very artistic. <laughs> it has like pinks and reds on it. I don't know. These are weird. Obviously, super weird gifts. I I can't imagine there's sold out on all of these products. <laughs> yeah, you never know. These are obviously like very like obscure, like <laughs> sex shops or something for the most part because these are mostly sexual related. Uh, this next one is a really expensive butt plug that could double as a postmodern tri- Christmas tree. Um, it's just a green butt plug. Interesting. And, yeah, there's not much to it. Um, let me see. I mean, that's pretty much it. All these other ones aren't all that great, to be honest. At least not worth mentioning too much. Uh, let me see. Well, there was a couple of other things that I saw on a different site. This was on npr.org. Um, an Ohio man says he completed his goal of breaking 52 world records in a single year. Wow. 52 world records. What kind of records? Um, I don't think it, well, let me see if it shows the complete list. Yeah, we just need some examples. Well, yeah, I'm trying to see if it shows what he's done. I, you know what? There's actually a YouTube video of what he, what he does. It looks like he was he's running in it or something. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, so it says the fastest 100-meter juggling with three objects. Jug- juggling <laughs> with three objects while blindfolded. Yeah. Mm. So he just broke a bunch of obscure records Another one where that he's... normal people just have no interest in. In doing. It says the fastest hundred meter while blindfolded. Uh, Not too I think hard it's if like, you could go straight. I think he like probably these first couple of ones are like, what have people done? But have they done it blindfolded? Probably not. That's probably <laughs> all fifty. <laughs> um, axe juggling while blindfolded. <laughs> no, it doesn't say blindfolded. Oh. It says axe juggling. It's, well, that's interesting. Good for him. What was his name? Uh, let me scroll back to the top. David Rush. Congratulations, I- David. Idaho. He he set out to break one Guinness World Record every week of 2021. My man was bored during the pandemic. I mean, <laughs> I know. I 52. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's a lot. I mean, I I can't say anything. I haven't broken a single world record, so. I mean, that's a nice Good hobby. for you, David. Mr. Rush, I respect it. I respect the grind. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, you have, it's a nice hobby, but it's like, Jesus, like, what do you do all day? He breaks world records, you know? For that's like what a he is. He's a He's a world record breaker. <laughs> for a living or he something. He has a lot to talk about on his dates, that's for sure. So what do you do? Well, I hold 52 world records. What do you do? Jeez, I mean, I don't bounce balloons on my face. Um, <laughs> oh, a veteran won a four million uh, lottery prize using the numbers from a fortune cookie. Wow, I guess it was bound to happen. 
I've heard I've heard of that before where someone's used the fortune cookie numbers. Yeah. It doesn't happen often, or at least not that I've They're heard supposed of. to be your lucky numbers. Supposedly. Um, let me see. I think there was this one that I saw. I don't can't remember where I saw it from, but this guy won the lottery from I can't remember where he said he got the ticket. I mean the numbers for the ticket, but he won with the numbers and then he won again later with the same exact numbers. Yeah, I think there's a news story. <clears throat> if it's the same person, there's a guy who who won something like $250,000, something like that. So the local news did a little story on him and they're like, yeah, just reenact it, you know? So he bought another ticket from the same place using the same numbers and he won again right up there live on TV. He's like, oh, you can't believe it. I won again. I'm like, wow. Some people have all the luck you need to share with the rest of us. Give us some of that luck, buddy. <laughs> well, Come on, I, man. You're I holding don't... out. I don't know if it was the same guy that you're talking about, but it didn't look like it was like a large sum of money. I think altogether it was probably like a hundred, over a hundred thousand. That's a large sum of money. I, I mean, it's not millions. It's still a lot. I would take either or for sure. I want it. <laughs> but I think for the, in the combination of both lottery tickets, I think it was like that, a combination of that's a couple decent Teslas right there. Mm, yeah. You could definitely make a nice payment on a house. Teslas. <laughs> we want the Teslas. <laughs> I want a Tesla. Um. Well, those are the only ones that I have so far as far as like weird and odd, interesting news. Um, they were great. Mm-hmm. And a couple of would you rather's, especially. I wouldn't. But if you have any crazy weird stories that we should talk about, please send it to us. We have an email, uh, if you guys don't know already, um, our email is lifeonmutepodcast at gmail.com. You could send, send us, send us those weird, um, uh, snacks that you grew up with. What does your family eat that is absolutely disgusting? (laughs) We want to know. I want to hear about it. Maybe we'll maybe, talk about it. Maybe we've eaten them, too, and we just can't think of them at the time. At least I, I can't really think of many myself that, that I would consider weird. Have you ever had a ketchup and Lay's chip sandwich? Mm, I feel like I've heard that before, but no. It's disgusting, and I've loved it when you, I was a kid. You loved it? Of course. Yeah. It was crunchy and ketchupy, and that was it. That was it? That was all that was in it, though? Ketchup and Lay's sandwich. Yeah, two pieces of, of white Wonder Bread and... Ketchup and some Lay's chips. My poor grandma had to slap that together for me a couple times a week. And it was one of your favorites. It was good. Interesting. Yep. (laughs) I don't think I don't think I've heard that one before from you, or that you've mentioned that before. There it is. Well, send us your odd meals, snacks, whatever. I want to hear about them. Yes, let's discuss them. Maybe. Maybe there's a lot of common ones out there that maybe, or maybe we could even try to like see if they're any good. We some of them ourselves, and we could see how good they are. If you really recommend it to us, we'll post a video. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yes, life on you podcast at gmail dot com. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're gonna post the audio on YouTube. We're not video right now. I'm glad you guys clicked on us. We're so glad to to um, that you're here. We're so happy to be uh, creating this podcast, and yes. we're so thankful and glad that you guys are listening. But um, I think that's all for now. Thank you so much. Check us out on social media. Yes. Our links are in the description. Life on Mutecast. You could mostly find us that way: Instagram, Twitter. Um, But yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.